0: For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com
1: I will say, I'm still dating around on this Hinge app When you say dating around, what does that include? A FaceTime or Zoom date that again, okay What do you mean, that again? What are are you, bored with this at this point? (laughs) Oh, oh, that again Are we going to call that dating? What the fuck do you want?
2: I wouldn't call that dating, I don't know what it is
1: Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Potter And I'm Karen Lee Potter. That is my lovely mother. Together we try to talk about sex every week. And typically we go off the fucking rails. We don't end up talking about sex nearly as much as our new listeners hope we would. And we end up (laughs) disappointing them most of the time. That's a glowing review of our show. So if this is your first time (laughs) listening, get ready to be disappointed. Because we're going to be talking about shit that you didn't think had anything to do with sex. And it does.
2: And by the way, this is the post-election day pre-result show now
1: what the fuck does that mean that means
2: we are recording it on election day so we don't know what's going to happen so when you hear this you might have the answers
1: right so it's post so they'll be listening to a post-election but we're recording this pre-election
2: thank you for translating what i already said
1: i I have a funny little clip to play related to this by the way
2: i'd like to see it
1: this is from our favorite non-liberal
0: I got a message for all you liberals out there. You want my gun, my firearm? Come take it from me. Just walk through my door. Come into my home and take it from me. With your weak, soft, liberal, girlish hands. Just try to put those hands on me. Those (laughs) soft, liberal hands. Put them on me, on my body. Just slowly, gently dragging your fingers up and down my arm, giving me goosebumps. You want my gun? Come kiss me for it. But not like right away. Don't be too obvious with it. Let's do that thing where we, our faces get close to each other. And you know what's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. You just stare at each other's lips. But you're waiting for the right signal to give yourself over to them completely. Like in a walk to remember. Come do that for my gun. Ah. Bite my lip and play with my hair. For my firearm. If you want my gun, come spank me for it. Not like, not, not like too hard, but like, like still hard, you know? Like, like, like hurt me but make me feel safe at the same time. You pussy liberals!
1: Happy election day! Credit to Braille Cortex and Imjur for that one.
2: I mean that—that that kills me. That it's so funny. Fucking hilarious. Walk to remember? I love it. Is that Walk to Remember that movie that you fucking love? No, it is not. You're thinking of um.
1: Walk, Walk on, on the, the moon. moon. Yeah. Uh, well, this is fucking hilarious, and hopefully this this man uh, gets a lot of uh, attention, liberal pussy or softness from this. Uh, from this imager.
2: Well, speaking of liberal pussy softness. Yeah. Um. I first of all, I just put a TikTok video up saying to all my viewers that, that I would, tw- I would do, I would go out on a limb and twerk for them if Biden won. It's a last ditch effort to get Biden.
1: You're already twerking for everybody. No,
2: I'm not already. I I only did first that very rare First of all, you have hundreds of
1: videos up of you twerking. They're
2: not hundreds. It's that's very
1: inaccurate and I'm
2: really getting pissed about this.
1: You're getting very pissed because I'm accusing you of having hundreds of twerking videos yes. on the internet.
2: I had uh, maybe a couple. Michael Blackson had a friend who gave me some lessons that's about, but there's, there's very rare. It's, it's a rare twerking.
1: All right. So in this video, were you twerking? A little, a little preview of a twerk that I would do. So you twerked and said, Hey, I'll twerk if, if yeah. you vote for Biden.
2: And they, and I guess the bots are concerned that this is what they're concerned about. me, 62-year-old woman twerking, fully clothed for Biden. <laughs> and that is under review. But meanwhile, all the other things that are on TikTok that are like showing complete nudity or uh, or just like racist garbage junk, th- those don't have any problems getting out there. I, what, is, what do I have, a target on my head?
1: You do have a target on your head and on your twerking ass. On my twerker.
2: My little twerker. Well, anyway, hopefully, you know, we'll get a lot of views on that one. And that means that Biden will win. I don't know. Do you
1: feel like you're in touch with your sexuality when you're twerking? Uh, No. You think it. How do you feel when you twerk? Very nervous. What?
2: Because I just never feel like I'm getting it.
1: No, you're not. I don't. Thank you. You're not twerking. What am I doing? I don't know. You're moving very unusually. Well,
2: Dee's actually said that was one of my best twerking. That's why I didn't want them to take it down because I was like the best time. Oh,
1: maybe that's maybe they finally were able to recognize it they as a rec- twerk.
2: They recognize my twerking ass. That, that's it. It is not an You should take it thing. as a compliment. I take it as a compliment that they actually thought that this could be some somewhat sexual when it was totally not. Speaking of TikTok, though, I also put a video up the other day, like on a whim. I was out with your brother. And I just got real frustrated because I started going down the TikTok route and looking at all my my comments and they're all Trump, 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 Trump. So I just got frustrated. And so Jeremy caught me when he came back from the bathroom. I just had taken my mask off and I said, we're outside by the way, socially distanced, outside, right? All I said was, where are all the Biden supporters? 100,000 views. People like going off on me about not wearing a mask. Oh, God. About about the, that that they are being smart and not being like tr- I think people thought I was a Trumpster. Bay. I don't know what they thought. It was a, it was a problem anyway. so I, I, Those are just like a few little TikTok can, stories. Can, yeah, can I be honest with s- you? For a segment that is a TikTok segment. Can I be honest with you? I don't like this. What? I can't be honest with you. Yeah, when someone it doesn't even have to be you. When anyone ever says, "Can I be honest with you?" them either means they've always been lying to you, or they're gonna tell you something shitty. Okay, and I'm going with number two. What do you think I'm gonna say? You're gonna say this is a boring conversation. I'm taking this out.
1: I word for word. I think that your life has been consumed by TikTok, and you know how I know this? Why? Because you have to go to a fucking eye doctor this this upcoming week I know. because your eyes are deteriorating because you're staring at TikTok for so many hours. No, I. You've fo- never had a problem with your eyes before.
2: No, I found out the truth. What? I had a setting wrong on my phone that it dimmed the the screen. So I actually don't have anything wrong with my eyes
1: are you fucking kidding me are you fucking kidding
2: me did you cancel the appointment no I'm still going I st- it's a good idea to go to the eye doctor once every couple of
1: years that is outrageous you you thought you couldn't see yeah because you're only looking at the screen you know how disturbing this is to me oh very disturbing why to pull out my hair well I know because you're in the no screen time
2: No, it's it's better for you to like you. You put all these limitations on your screen time, and then every time I look at you, you're you're changing. You're like, oh, I can't do this because I'll just you know I'll just go back.
1: I spent an hour this week uh, researching this new phone called Mudita.
2: What does that do? It doesn't allow you to go on TikTok.
1: It's it's basically a phone with very low SAR. I guess is the radiation of whatever the shit that is in most phones. They don't give you any access to any apps it's basically just a it's basically a flip phone basically
2: but you're going back in time
1: i want to go back in you know time. what i
2: think you should have been like in the 60s i i really do you you are got the hippie hair you got the, you don't even have a you don't even want a phone yeah yeah you're into the whole like uh buddhist thing when you say this is this a compliment no it's not
1: <laughs> it's
2: it's not you know, a compliment it's not an insult it's just like i think that you're just in the you're a misfit
1: thank you are, I go, and what are you way. are you are you a proper fit in this generation i'm in the wrong generation as well yeah you should be in gen z <laughs> <laughs> no i'm the oldest living millennial okay i, I think you're beyond millennial at this gen point gen z yeah gen z what
2: is that is that like less than your younger brother
1: yeah it's it's a is that like after a millennial college kids uh yeah i think most college kids are in gen z at this point I well,
2: think. anyway, I, I just thought that I wanted to fill people in on that. You know, we do have a quite an uh, active following on TikTok at, since I, I put up little excerpts from our trip. So. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, wouldn't say, which, I wouldn't say thousands. I mean, we had maybe you, we gained one or two followers. <laughs> one
1: or two. There's there's an update, by the way. Yeah. Um, My friend who owned the house that we visited, you know, obviously we freaked him out by sending him a report saying that there was bed bugs in his house.
2: Wait, let's just get this straight. We freaked him out. How about you freaking me out? What? Yeah. You you had me washing and drying and taking off my clothes. I, I'm surprised I wore clothes driving back. I thought I, I I should have driven back in the nude as far as you were concerned. What?
1: I, let me finish the fucking story for okay. once. Okay, go. So he... so Okay. So for those who are just listening, we went to Big Sur. We went we to my friend's house. My mom was getting into her bed when she discovered there is dark fecal matter. Which you said was lint. All over the bed. And then we discovered what looked like a bed bug. And then she decided she was not sleeping in the bed, which I don't blame you for. We then sent the picture of the said bed bug to an exterminator who confirmed it was a bed bug. Right. That exterminator was based in L.A. What does that mean?
2: That exterminators are only limited to certain areas?
1: Well, there might be professionals when it comes to bugs in L.A., but not necessarily in Big Sur.
2: A bug is a bug. They don't change their names at different locations.
1: Well, they might have been a little shady con artist exterminator. What? because, What? (laughs) Because my friend who owns the house then got a second opinion from an exterminator in Big Sur. His report was that the, pic- the first picture was a picture of a German roach, not a bed bug. What the
2: hell's the difference?
1: It's a completely different animal.
2: It's not bad? Does it multiply and It doesn't feed feces? on human
1: skin or human blood. Oh, that's good. The second picture was a, was a picture of a, of a bug trapped in a spider's web. That's disgusting. And the third picture was of a broken leaf. A leaf? <laughs> yes. My friend said it was very embarrassing for him to send this to his exterminator. <laughs> he sent a picture of a broken
2: leaf to an exterminator. Yes, and he Holy thought cow. he was insane. You, and This is what I have his, to go through. And this is what the kind They of thing did a
1: thorough I, inspection of the place. No no bed bugs could be found anywhere, although oh. they said there was a ravenous spider.
2: The ravenous spider probably had all those fecal matter all over the
1: place. I don't know. Who the, had those little black dots on I don't know, them? but... We did the correct. I threw out the,
2: a thirty dollar brand new pillow. It's still
1: up there. I can ask him to bring it back down. You want that with the spiders all over it? I can ask him. I I hid it. I don't know why I thought to keep it. Yeah, you kept it. You yeah. little
2: sneaky, little <laughs> sneaky freak. Now you know why we call our listeners a sneaky freak because you're a sneaky freak. You kept that pillow. What, I kept that pillow. You want,
1: what, what if it was filled with bugs? I, I I figured listen the house is going to be fumigated might as well fumigate this pillow I felt bad throwing out the pillow because it was 30 bucks Yeah anyway so that's... but meanwhile we got a lot of great stories from you guys Meanwhile you took all your food canned food I'm very and upset put it about in the
2: street yeah. and, and someone took that can and threw it at your car Yeah Oh
1: my god What is god. this
2: What is this That's why, what why I, well, when I give I give from my heart. You gave from your your fear of bed bugs. You were giving them canned I, food plus the bed bugs that might be in the How do how is a, a bed bug going to get into a can that needs a can opener to open? Did you ever think I about that? I was concerned
1: that? it was going to be in the label. Well, they, not in then Why the didn't can. you just take off the labels? I I don't know. I just I didn't want to deal with it. So I didn't you want to deal with it? I know what of, my anxiety how many can cans do at three of in the beans morning. And shit, a good 10 dollars worth of beans. Oh. All right, anyway. I, I can I can I share some you know, we got some phenomenal stories yeah. from from yeah. you sneaky freaks. Do they I want sex? to thank you for texting us. We got one on Patreon from Jab uh, it was from JC. Okay? Okay. This is what the person says. Here's a bed bug story to brighten your day. A few years back my wife and I booked adjoining rooms and a resort in Mexico with her sister, her sister's husband. Each couple had a baby under age 1. While looking up things to do at the hotel a few days before we Can left. Can I stop you for a second? What? That
2: does not sound like fun. What? Have each couple had a baby under age one. Yeah, why not? I'd fucking kill myself.
1: They're going on vacation. It's not
2: a vacation. That's called a trip. What are you supposed to do with the kid? Give them to the parent, the grandparents or the aunts or the babysitters, something. Taking them on vacation sounds horrible. Okay. But anyway,
1: I digress. We well, didn't even get through the first paragraph before you <laughs> put a botch on the situation. Okay, <laughs> moving on. This person says while looking up things to do at the hotel a few days before we left I noticed a recent reviewer complaining about bed bugs so I went down an internet rabbit hole learning more than any reasonable person should about bed bugs when we got to the hotel I felt ready now this is exactly what I would have done oh yeah I, in fact if I found out there were bed bugs in the hotel I don't think I would be able to yeah, stay yeah would
2: an instant that's a red flag instantly off the list of places to stay would
1: you would you cancel yes the, you you would pay the it's probably like a what if they paid in advance? So you, then you have to fucking, you, 50%? I don't, no, I don't know. No, you,
2: you get everything back when you call the, the, no way.
1: the you call the
2: credit card company and say, listen, I signed up for a room free of bed bugs. I am oh, not paying for them.
1: That's good. I like that. Yeah. Well, this person then said, I didn't let the valet touch our bags. I carried 100 plus pounds of luggage across the resort up three flights of stairs <laughs> and put it straight in the bathtub. Bed bugs prefer rough or textured surfaces which is correct were you aware of this yes i'm aware of this in fact i'm getting very itchy just thinking about this (laughs) and this is exactly what i would have done too my wife my wife went to soak up the sun on the balcony overlooking the beach i stayed in the room removed the couch cushions to inspect them pulled the two beds a foot away from the wall stripped the bedding to examine the mattress and back spring especially the piping around the edges pro move I, I saw you looking at the piping. I did that exact fucking thing in Big Sur.
2: And and deducted that it was bedbugs, which it wasn't. It was, it was a fucking roach.
1: I didn't. I, I only was convinced that it was bedbugs upon seeing the, the German roach, which That's... does look very similar to a bedbug. The, the d- detached <laughs> head is the only difference. Huh. My wife's facial expression as she turned away from the breathtaking natural beauty to look at me in our freshly exploded room showed a mixture of fear and concern. Huh? Which I interpreted as her considering the cost and quality of psychiatric care available in Mexico. (laughs) This quickly brought me back to reality. I pulled out a multi-tool I travel with and used it to open a bottle of wine and pour a glass for my amazing partner. Stop. Yep. Very good move on his part. Very good move to bring a multi-tool on the trip. No, the part about giving her
2: wine immediately.
1: Yeah, whatever. I handed it to her, then used the screwdriver end of the wine opener multi tool to take off the electrical outlet covers in the room <laughs> oh to look God. for bed bugs or eggs hidden in the oh wall. Oh my God. I sprayed 99% isopropyl alcohol in the exposed outlets and all switches he, he and high touch surfaces.
2: He could have made it short and not hit electricity for the rest of the week. <laughs> yeah,
1: but he was not going to have bacteria and viruses either. Otherwise, the trip was pretty normal. We enjoyed the beaches, (laughs) tourist attractions, deep sea fishing, all the resort amenities. So it sounds like the one year old wasn't getting in the way. How did he do deep sea fishing (gasps) with a baby? Well... He does then say, crying babies help me to wake up and repeat my inspection and spraying routine at different times of day or night for the week. Thank you. Our family trio in the adjoining room gave no fucks, took no precautions, Ah! laughed at me the whole entire week, and you know what? They were fine. Nothing happened to them except they all got some allergic rash, probably from too much sun. On the way home, I realized that my luggage was touching everyone else's luggage on the bus and airplane. So no fucking way it was coming inside. It got three days f- f- a below freezing outside sealed in oversized garbage bags. Then which, straight which, to a wait. laundromat across town to- with the turbo dryers to eat <laughs> oh the shit God. out of everything. Just like sex, some people need to feel safe to enjoy themselves and that's okay. So it doesn't coming, relate coming to, sex. Way back
2: to sex. i I'm,
1: I, I would go on vacation with this guy. Well JC
2: JC, I gotta say something. You are a gifted writer. That was a funny fucking We're story. We're not done.
1: We're not. Fast forward two months, my wife tells me her sister has spent almost four thousand dollars on multiple exterminator visits, replacing all their luggage and every mattress in their home. That allergic rash got only worse. Because it wasn't from the sun. It was from bed bug bites. <gasps> no And way. they brought the infestation home. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my now God. Now, that's a fucking story. Oh, now my God. Now, that's a fucking story. No, I'm
2: surprised that my luggage is still outside. Do you think I need to do something that's about
1: staying out there for another I just six took it in, weeks. I took, it six in, one, weeks. I took it in one piece already. Oh, my God. The German roach might be a bed bug. I don't know. But I'm with JC. This is your exactly stuff? why. Where's your stuff? I didn't bring any. I threw out my bag. <laughs> I threw out the luggage. You kept the pillow. What are you talking no, about? No, the, the luggage. The you pill- tell him. You tell your friend to keep the pillow up the there. The pillow is up there. That's
2: what I'm talking about. You don't want to know. I don't want to after to hearing this story. Wait a second. So, so they, the, he was with the, sis, the sister. This was yes. not a separate couple. Correct. He was after all that. They, and it turns out they they had to throw everything out. Four thousand dollars in the inspection,
1: and, and exterminator and costs, a, and the new mattresses, new luggage. Nightmare months of doing this. This is why you don't fuck around with the bed bugs. Wait, this
2: is why? Did they get the 4000 back from the, the, the oh, hotel? Was,
1: no. You think the hotel in Mexico is going to pay $4,000 for, for their bed bugs? No fucking way. Well, as I said from the
2: very start, it's not a vacation with two screaming kids anyway that he shouldn't have gone. <laughs>
1: Uh, we do have another story related. I am dying over that story. Isn't that amazing? I like the way he wrote it. I love it, too. It, listen, guys, if you... He have, built up the
2: thing. I thought it was over. Oh, yeah. You were ready to congratulate him on the writing? Ending. Oh, yeah. That was, was a surprise ending. That's a
1: patron right there. That's a oh, sneaky freak. That's
2: a true sneaky freak. I love What's you. What's his name again?
1: JC. JC. Thank you very much. We should go into writing. You should go into writing. How do you know he's not in writing? I also don't know if he, he's a E. Uh, mother... Well, he and his wife had a baby, so I'm assuming. Uh, who, who knows? They he could said, have adopted. Who yeah, knows? that's oh, true. Well, well, okay. Why do we have to go into this? All right, all right. So, mom, what is it? The time of the 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 hour for mom's news? For mom's,
2: mom's news? Mom's, N- mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news. Yes, I got a good one for you today.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna play it right now. It's actually an audio one. Enjoy. Yes. Catherine asked. How safe is it during this pandemic to change sexual partners and how would you prevent the spread of the virus when you do have a new partner?
0: Very important question. And guess what, Anderson? I have no answer. Stop.
1: I- that was Dr. Ruth. Dr. Ruth responding to Anderson Cooper realizing there's no fucking answer to this pandemic sex bullshit.
2: Right. Do you want to play a little more?
1: Yeah. I just wanted people
2: to know it was Dr. Ruth.
0: And somebody who's very honest. The only thing I say is to be very careful, because if you start with somebody new, and that's the same sentence I said during the epidemic, and it's in the documentary, Ask Dr. Ruth, when AIDS was rampant, I said, you have to be careful. You have to know with whom you start a relationship. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't start a relationship, but you have to be careful with whom that person was in bed before, before you have sex.
1: I completely agree with this, Dr. Rose. Of course you do.
2: She has one little tidbit left. If you do have sex, I would like to
1: suggest that you use a contraceptive. A brilliant suggestion there. <laughs> At the end.
2: Use a she, contraceptive.
1: Well, she, you know, she's been around where, during times where people were not using contraceptions.
2: Well, I got to tell you something. Yeah. It was. A, I, what, what did she actually say there?
1: I don't know, but I love her voice. I know. That's it, what I... That's I would exactly... Love to be, I would just love to walk around with this little troll woman. She. I met her twice. And I got to tell you, she is literally like four feet tall right now. I love her so goddamn much. And by the way, that Ask Dr. Ruth is a phenomenal... It's a good documentary. documentary. She's amazing. She's on Hulu. I don't know what it
2: was on, but she has survived like incredible adversities, like the Holocaust, the Cossacks. She, she survived it all. And she chooses to spend her life talking about sex. And, and she's in her 90s. I love it. Lo- or maybe 80s, 80s. I don't know how old she is, but I got to tell you something. What she said there is, you know, not, not the most wise thing I've ever heard, but it makes sense. Wear a condom and be very careful about who you're fucking.
1: I completely agree. Um, I will say I'm still dating around on this hinge app. When you say dating around, what does that include? A FaceTime, Zoom, or oh, Zoom that date? That again? Okay. What do you mean that again? What are you? You're? What are you bored with this at this point? <laughs> oh, no, but I thought you. Yeah. Were... Oh, that again. Just... Are we gonna call that dating? What <laughs> that, the fuck that, do you that, want? That,
2: I wouldn't call that dating. I don't know what it is. Well, yeah, it's, it's dating. It's sort
1: of like. It's actually. I I prefer it. It's like sort of like it reminds me of a job interview. I love job interviews. I think it's a very efficient way of getting to know someone. You get in there, you see what you see. You get everything. You get the vibe. You get the. You understand what they're drinking, where they're where they're sitting, what what they look like. It is phenomenal. I prefer this to actual dating. Okay. You,
2: no, I think it has has a valid point. Actually, at one point, years ago, years ago, I thought about instead of I thought of creating a company. Yeah, it was it was like a matchmaking service and instead of um doing just pictures to do ge- videos. Yeah. Because then you really see the person in action. This yeah. is even better because you can interact. This is way
1: better. Though here's the problem. I can't stand the waiting game. People, for, I don't know why it's okay. You know, you get a text message, how quickly do you feel like you need to respond? Immediately. Immediately, right? Yeah. At least within 24 hours. Oh, 24 minutes. Right? Yeah. On Hinge, yeah. you can go full fucking week, and it's accepted that, oh, they can just respond the next response. That we, can you imagine this?
2: That's a haughty attitude.
1: It's everyone's attitude. Is it your attitude? Well, I, then I feel like I have to play the game. Oh, I so hate So I, I got to wait a few hours before responding.
2: Can I make an, uh, uh, a, a shameless plug for my book, Fuck Games, Day Cougars? I've looked for cougars on these apps. Because that's what I'm talking about. You know what? Cougars are not waiting a
1: week. I couldn't find one goddamn don't, cougar we, as, on this as app.
2: A, as a cougar, we don't have time to wait a week.
1: I don't think the cougars are on this app, probably for that reason. Or because they don't know how to use the technology. I'm
2: going with that number two.
1: I've looked on Bumble and Hinge for cougars. Nothing. Nada.
2: Well, they're not going to call themselves cougars. They're just going to be older women.
1: You don't think I know that?
2: Well, what are you looking for? Like, what age Older range? goddamn women. <laughs> Okay. Uh,
1: what's
2: It's not too hard. And you're getting nothing.
1: Zero. Zilch.
2: Maybe they're on like Match.com or regular sites like that. Like OkCupid.
1: Regular sites.
2: I don't know. Maybe they're not. A, Hinge sounds like maybe a younger group.
1: Cam's uppers. it's the, the place, place to, to be. be. Fine living is a life for me. It's Cam's uppers, the segment of our show where I get to tell something that is going to be...
2: Really boring. Or... Really annoying. <laughs> or downright
1: blah thank you that's cam's offers <laughs> <laughs> this is what I learned this week speaking of wisdom that I would like to share I was listening to an interview on the Tim Ferriss show with Mr. money mustache oh this is a man who chooses to live on 27 thousand dollars with for he his wife and his child every year
2: that's tough that's a tough one
1: it is a tough one uh, but he
2: can you imagine if you had twenty seven thousand dollars and you four thousand was spent on move, removing your bed bugs? <laughs> Seriously, and well, he's more likely to get bed bugs knowing in the places he's staying for for the twenty seven thousand dollars.
1: It actually was a phenomenal episode because he talks about his philosophy, which is basically if you if you earn 20, 25 times the amount that you spend in one year. So if you earn twenty five times. Tw- 27000 and you save that, if you have that in the bank, you can live off of the interest comfortably. You can retire. You never need to work again when when you invest in index stocks.
2: I'm not following, but go on. I don't understand what you're talking about. If you earn 25 times the 27000 that's like oh, uh, 25 times 5. Or tw- I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't mean to
1: be mean, but I think either I'm unclear or I think your brain. Has, I'm not good with math. Your brain has become mush. No, I'm not good with math. No, what? I'm not asking you to do math. I'm just saying that what if was you 25 make 25 times, times, times your annual expenses.
2: Oh, you did. You said that. You, I thought you said 25 times your annual earning. I'm like, what are you talking? No, about? if
1: you have saved up 25 times your annual expenses, you can live comfortably on the interest that you will gain from investing in index funds, which are very safe stocks.
2: Okay how like, how do you live what are you talking about how much does it cost for you to live for me yeah
1: $35,000 a year
2: and that's with you going to thrift shops to buy your clothes I don't yeah I don't buy clothes and by the way don't ever go to thrift shops to buy clothes anymore I heard bed bugs are in there too
1: trust me I'm fucking you don't think I've dried the shit out of every fucking thing that comes into my place why would you even want to even risk it the person that lives next to me sells clothes at a flea market oh you need to move no, I,
2: I. You know that she's bringing bad bugs in I, all the I'm time. I'm
1: very, very concerned about that actually. And she's using the same dryer that I'm using.
2: Well, the dryer is not the issue because you know they're killed in a dryer. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway,
1: no. I, I was thinking that I was looking at the floor. I was like, "What can I put my my clothes on this floor?" No, I, it was too. Let's not go there. Anyway, so I'm listening to this interview with Mr. Ronnie Mastrodesh and Tim Tim Ferriss, and he says something very interesting. You ready? Yep. He says a lot of people have happiness wrong the way they think about happiness a lot of people think in order to be happy you need to add good things to your life materialistic things anything you, <laughs> you just need to add good things as opposed to getting rid of the bad things i understand that get rid of the pain spend your money on getting rid of pain as opposed to hmm. adding the the new car adding the you know i was thinking of getting rid of clothes what, what was it what was it Clothes that maybe don't fit you in and are too tight. That's causing you pain? Yeah. All right. Well.
2: And I have another one. What? Another something I wanted to get rid of. What are you getting rid of? I got rid of all my old lubes and gels and, and massage oils. Oh, yeah. You were calling me. You're I like, called you like, what is up. this Rejuva cream? Yeah. Like, uh, it's
1: supposed to freshen up your veg? Yeah.
2: Okay. I had to call you to find out about that. But the bottom line is, I ended up with keeping one bottle of lube, and you know what that was?
1: uber lube to, to save, save the day. day uber lube our favorite goddamn bottle of lube it's the only bottle you'll need. why do you like uber lube mother I like why a, is it your favorite lube well
2: for one thing it's good for oral anal
1: and, you know, or vaginal <laughs> that's not it's the a order fucking slogan of yours i like that it's but, like
2: become a slogan of our show but the truth is that it, it is the multi-purpose
1: It's a multi-purpose tool for sure. It is
2: like it covers all the bases and you don't have to get it. And it comes in a beautiful glass bottle, which I love. One pump. It's all you need.
1: You know what I like about it? What? A lot of times you get these lubes. You don't know what the fuck is in it. You you got parabens. And smelly. Glycerin, all this sort of shit. Not with Uber Lube. You know what you get with Uber Lube? Vitamin E. Vitamin E and a little silicone. That's it. Body-friendly ingredients. It's not penetrating the skin like water-based lube does. It still
2: leaves you with that silky, fresh feeling.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, what do you want in a lube? That's you, it. You, you want it to just be a nice layer of, of moisture, right, between you and the other the other body, so you can allow skin to or, feel skin. Or,
2: in your case, you and your hand. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's saying, exactly what I want. I'm just saying, it, you know, or my case. You know? It could well, be the sneaky mellow, case, they any, could be,
1: any sneaky freak would love this, stuff. You don't want it to be goopy... You don't want to be too light that it doesn't do anything. It's actually the perfect lube. It's the perfect lube. And guess what, my friends? You can get 10% off and free shipping when you go to uberlube.com and use promo code MOM at checkout. U B E R dot Use promo code MOM at checkout. We love them. You will too. Check out our show notes if you need a little motivation where to go.
2: And by the way, if you're traveling, they have travel sizes
1: who is traveling these days?
2: Look at the people that went to Mexico. They're
1: not, they're not doing that recently.
2: All right. What if they're on the road?
1: All right. Can we get back to this idea of Mr. Money Mustache and how to pay to get rid of painful experiences? It's a good way of thinking about, about like right, the way you right spend right money. The,
2: the movie Happy. Remember that movie Happy? Yeah. yeah spend
1: like, money to get rid of shit that er, er, is causing you pain. If you don't like, you know. If so you like run going to a,
2: a therapist to get rid of pain.
1: Yeah, that's one way. But I'm thinking more of like, you know, if you run a company and you don't like doing something in, in in your job, you can outsource that painful activity to someone else and pay some use their money to actually pay someone to take that labor off of you. Okay. You're bored? Yeah. That's Cam's Cam Uppers. It's the place to be.
2: to be. No, it wasn't. Actually, there was an interesting Cam's Upper. I, I know. I it's always interesting. You just find it boring. Yeah, it is always interesting. It was interesting. It was not exciting or hilariously funny, but it was interesting.
1: My friends, we have a new segment of the show called Friends of the Road. On the road again. <laughs> there has to be a oh, song yeah. related to this? The song
2: is going to be called On the Road Again, sung by Karen Lee Potter and Cam...
1: Okay. Well, this is a segment of the show where we bring on someone that we met on a recent travel to Big Sur. We met someone.
2: On the way back after the bed bug incident. I don't even think we told him about the bad bug incident.
1: We arrived at a restaurant in Santa Barbara. It was a Mexican restaurant. So delicious. Uh, it was all outdoor seating. Yes. Which I liked. And,
2: and we are appropriately distant from any human being
1: although there was a little bit of a snafu because you were so invested in the Bears game that you didn't give a flying fuck where we sat. I, and I was trying right. to, remember uh, this? I don't know. No, no, do we not, need to go there? No, we don't need to go there. But we, but I will also you're add... You in a very bad mood. I was a bad mood because I was five hours I spent driving and you couldn't bother to sit somewhere we're not going to get COVID. Okay, so when we entered, do you remember what they did? They put us at a special place. Before that? No. They took our temperatures... Oh, yes, yeah, so. Well, they took your temperature. You ninety eight point six. And they took my temperature. What? Ninety one point two. What? She took it twice. She's like oh, Something you're like you you're run like, cold. You run cold, you run like dead. Yeah. That's because not... I didn't want to get so fucking close to her for her to take my goddamn temperature. It <laughs> so so registered she, air. I the kept, air temperature kept, was probably ninety one. She, she put the gun up to my head and I would back the fuck away. <laughs> so she, she Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, she finally sat us at a table. Uh, that with, we could see the Bear Game, and it was away from most people. And it was with Maxwell Gobel.
2: That's our, our, friend our friend of the friend, road. friend of the road. This was a clown that we met
1: on the road. and Cam
2: looks at me, and he says, you know what? We got to get him on the show. This guy's a clown, and I agree.
1: He, he was such a wonderful character to chat with. So we invited him on the show for a quick segment that we, we, we you know, give you a taste of what people are like around the world, and how they think about sex.
2: Yeah, I don't think he talked as much about sex, but he yeah, did. we talk about sex. I guess in terms of how many siblings he had, it turned sexual.
1: Okay, well, you, you'll hear for yourself. So this is a little interview with Maxwell Cobell And, and uh, do you have any other things to say? Yeah, I do. Hmm.
2: We haven't gotten some reviews lately, and I would love for people to send in a review because it's... It's really important for our you know, discovery so people can find us. Stop how, hoarding the sneaky freaks. How do they do that? They go to ratethispodcast.com slash mom.
1: Oh, hell yeah. And by the way, I want to give a very hearty thank you to our newest patron, Marissa. Marissa, thank you. Marissa, thank you. What is a patron, Cam? A patron is is a very special sneaky freak, one who gets exclusive bonus content. That's right. And they also get to Zoom with us once a month, which is very fun. And we have a little party.
2: And they also get behind-the-scenes content that is not anywhere else on the Internet except on our Patreon page. Are you overpromising something right now? Uh, yeah, I'm going to put up some behind-the-scenes oh, yeah. no, content.
1: Yeah, you always say that, and you don't do that shit. Anyway, I highly recommend you join us on Patreon. It's very supportive to our show. You keep our lights on, and we love you, and we love that community. But we also love reviews, Okay, so patreon.com slash Sex Talk with My Mom, and if you have any other stories that you'd like to share with us about your bed bugs or about your prostate you know, problems or about your your being into liberal smooth skinned hands, what that was from the first part of the show, what that was from the first part of the show. Oh right, okay. Um,
2: you were you're trying to bring it back. Yes. All right. If
1: you have any of those ideas please text us at 310-356-3920. That's That's in our show notes as well.
2: Um, Do you have a review to read?
1: Yes, I do. This is a review from Tony. Tony says, Hello, beautiful. I love you. I have a question. Would you give me the honor of making love to you, Karen Lee, on Election Day?
2: (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, I didn't have a chance to respond because uh, it is Election Day and I didn't give Tony the honor to have sex with him today. I mean, I guess I it would depend on if he was voting for Trump or Biden.
1: I will take this review. Okay. Quite honestly, it's not a review. It was a text that we got. But we're not getting enough reviews, and that's why I'm not reading one. All so right. that would have been nice if they, he, fucking Tony asked if you could, he could fuck you on our goddamn iTunes page instead of <laughs> goddamn texting that to me.
2: Okay. I still would like to know if he's voting for Biden or Trump.
1: I don't give a flying fuck. All right. Uh, mother yes is it that time it's that time to let them have the front of the road let's do it enjoy are you freaking out about this goddamn election i
2: am and i'm telling you something you know what's the only thing that has helped me what listening to, to the calm
1: app calm our sponsor that we love oh so much if you have any desire to relax to de-stress to remove your irritable bowel syndrome Has it helped you? Yes, it actually helps me defecate because it relaxes me so much. You can be this relaxed. Just go to calm.com slash talk. It's an app that will give you guided meditations and sleep stories to help you relax. It has changed my life and my partner Deez's
2: life. How so, mother? Because if we get in a little argument, a little tiff, we turn the Calm app on. I'm not kidding you. Within 10 minutes, the argument has already dissipated.
1: If you want to be enlightened... If if you how want, you to, know, if you want to learn how to this not FDA medic- cleared to be enlightened. We,
2: what is it with FDA? F, what's everything having to be FDA? Because I've
1: already said in this advertisement that it cures irritable bowel syndrome, which is not proven to be the case, and that it gives you enlightenment. So I don't know if that's the case, but it will get you on the road.
2: And it cures my mother's Parkinson's. Not, not <laughs> FDA approved, but she does listen to it as well. I'm telling you, this is the app for you. It has changed many, not only my life, but I, I'm such a like guru about it that I tell all my friends about it. You're an influencer. I mean, I I influence people, but in a good way, because this is one thing, calm.com
1: slash sex talk, not mom, sex talk. You'll get 40% off a Calm premium subscription.
2: You will not regret this. This is going to change your life. It's a game changer.
1: Learn to meditate and learn to relax. Calm.com slash sex talk. Maxwell, aka Max, welcome to the show. It's great to be here. You are our most recent friend of the road, and we're very happy to have you in our lives.
2: Actually, he's the first friend of the road.
1: Yes, technically the first, but hopefully one of many to come.
2: Right, and we found you very intriguing.
3: Yeah, yeah, Uh, so friend of the road. I mean, I was thrown into it at a very young age, right? Uh, I moved to Santa Barbara when I was five years old to help come take care of my great-grandparents, you know, my whole family we moved into the great grandparents' house and we, we took care of them for a couple of years and then okay, we, hang you know, on there. after they so
2: your whole family is how many kids were there at that point?
3: Well, when we first moved in, I think there were three. And by the time my great grandparents had passed, there were uh there were seven of us. Seven kids anyways. Nine Holy nine hell. people total. That's, that's
2: it's one, a big family. It's a one big
3: ass family. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Shout out to my
3: parents. They are some of the most incredible people you'll ever meet. Um, that's, I, I don't know how my mom did it.
2: Is that a religious thing or just she just wanted a lot of kids?
3: So my family definitely holds some spiritual beliefs. And, you know, everybody's individ- an individual with their own individual outlook on life and their spirituality. And we all respect that about each other. But, you know, growing up, we definitely would have like a general discourse on, you know, like what we believe. And, you know, my parents would introduce us to their beliefs about God and and the Bible and, and everything. And so my, my mother, she, she felt that she wanted to have, these are her words, as many children as God gives her. Oh, damn.
2: Okay. So it is a, so, a touch of religion in there.
3: Yeah, so it you know she was just like all natural baby, right? All natural, like <laughs> we're just gonna, you know, hands off, see see where it goes, and you know seven <laughs> was the number, seven children is how many. It, after that, just you know, no more. It's a lucky number. How, yeah, how right. You, and you, you're the fir- you're the firstborn, right? Yes. Yes.
2: So you definitely had a hand in raising all the siblings.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I would say that, you know, I I like to say they made all the mistakes on me. So I'm like, you know, the idiot of the whole group.
2: (laughs) Usually that first one, I'm the first one, is more responsible.
3: How old are you, by the way? (laughs) (laughs) I'm 23. So yeah, you know, family, grew up, great-grandparents, okay. You know, they they passed away with seven kids, two parents. When they passed away, my parents decided to just you know, hey, we're going to sell the house and basically we feel like God is leading us to take a journey to all 50 states and just, you know, kind of spread the love, right? The gospel. They looked at it as a missions trip.
2: Well, I don't get that. So do you, yeah. you your parents had jobs that they needed to stick with?
3: Okay, yeah, so let's talk about that. So basically, my dad, he had worked at a real estate appraisal office in LA. No way. okay? Okay. And so my dad had worked there for a while, and you know, a lot of his work he would do on a computer. So he was like, you know, I can work on the road and we just sold our house. We have all this money. Let's just like try and save the money, use it as we can, but I'll try to work on the road as well. And um, yeah, oh, and oh my gosh. It, so like, I remember I have this memory that I just really want to point out. Like I was, it was when we were, we were driving through the Redwood forest and I was sitting in my little bunk bed with my little window right next to me, reading a book, you know, going through the forest, eating some sunflower seeds. And I'm just thinking like, this is The coolest thing ever. Like Ah. I'm, I'm just on this little dream boat, like going through the world right now. You know, like
2: it does sound like pretty unbelievable. Like out of the movies, like Lost in America.
1: Yeah, right. Like imagine this. And you're in a Winnebago, right? It's a
3: big fucking Winnebago.
2: Yeah, this is what I can't (laughs) count. nine people in a Winnebago sounds I, I can't even sleep
3: with them no it no we were in a we were in a four winds. it was a four winds. it was a 36 foot rv it had I believe three different extensions that came out of it um so amazingly enough we fit nine people in an rv and we lived with each other for two years inside that rv and you
2: know this is a, me, n- n- this is not to be disrespectful this could be why there was only seven kids
3: <laughs> no, they they didn't they didn't like stop for anything. I like it just naturally stopped happening. No, um, I meant because maybe, there's
2: no privacy in the, with the Winnebago or whatever you call it, the RV. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so that,
3: the first thing right.
2: When you told me this, I'm thinking to myself, how do the parents ever get any kind of alone time together?
3: Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> yeah, like, where do you find time for it?
1: yeah or the, the
3: privacy, privacy. Ooh, jinx. yeah right and then you think
1: that they spent those two it was two years on the road right yes two, two years on the road with nine people in there are they just now having sex for those two years again
3: i I don't even want to know I don't <laughs> think about it I like i used to think about it you know going through puberty I'm like, wait so mom and dad like what do they they do that and I'm like I don't know I've never heard them doing it I've never seen it like like hmm so you never caught them oh no way
1: you didn't Wait. feel the RV shaking back and forth
3: <laughs> yeah one time we all woke up like Well dad it's an earthquake like, oh sweetie it's all right it, it just ended
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Real> quick <earthquake.
3: laughs> I'm just kidding that, that never happened but
1: (laughs) i I did you did they teach you guys about sex on the road or like because that was you know you're going through puberty at that point
3: right yeah so no i it was but it was before then i believe um they you know they they basically planned out a time where they would come and talk to us and be like all right we're gonna we're gonna do the talk like tell you about it (laughs) it's time you know son (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> by yourself or with all your siblings
3: <laughs> that'd be funny if it was all with all my siblings um no it's by myself so they That's had so to talk awkward.
2: seven times
3: it's so awkward i don't think i i don't know i don't really know if they're still doing it because like <laughs> there's some people who haven't hit that age yet and it's like my my parents say it, it it can definitely get a little awkward um Well, not more. Like, I'm pretty good nowadays at avoiding any awkwardness because I'm just a straightforward person. Like, I know myself, and I know I like to just be honest and, like, an open book with people. Like, because, I don't know, like, there's nothing that's awkward for me to talk about is the way I look at it. Like, it is what it is, you know? And like, but for growing up, there is always like this, you know, tension of like what's appropriate and what's not appropriate to say and what, what to talk about. Like, there's certain things that are like, Oh my God, like, do, did you just say that? Like, you should, that's inappropriate. You shouldn't talk about that. Cause you know, there's younger kids or like we don't want you to like, you know, grow up in a bad way. And I, you know, I, I get it. Cause they're, they're stressed about, how they're raising me but it's, it's just cool that you know when, when you come out of that you're like oh well none of this this doesn't matter yeah. yeah
2: and you came out pretty early to that it's a certain amount of freedom i would think that you're on the road so if you make them if you make a fool of yourself in front of like all the people in utah while you're in montana the next week so yeah. you don't have to worry
3: i i genuinely like i take interest in people's like Uniqueness in their lives, and everybody has a story, you know. And everybody, you know, it's just so cool to like have an interaction with somebody and to just like genuinely be in that moment with them.
2: So, so I I have one other question, then Cameron jump in here totally off the beaten track. Uh, sexually, has this helped your ability to pick up women? and I was actually going down the same same track, all right. We went more more like (laughs) one
1: I don't even know if we should assume women. It could be anything. Anyone?
2: Sexually in general. Has this helped your ability to meet people? And
3: Yeah, I mean, either way, it's like, I feel like people, like sexual attraction is the same. Um, it's, it's about that, like that playful interaction of your energies and like that push and the pull. And it's like, it's, I mean, man or woman, it's really about how you're, your energy interacts with each other. Right. So, I mean, for me, just like being, just like being upfront with people is like one of the best things that I've like learned because honestly, like I, I learned how to be upfront and friendly with people talking to people, but then I was like, Oh, like, wow. Like now I want to be sexual with people too. But like, I feel like that's That was repressed at first, you know, of course for my upbringing. And then I was like, I don't know like how to express this properly, like like you know, constantly friend zoning myself, right? But you know, eventually I learned just like just be just be straight up. Don't be like in somebody's face about it, but just be honest,
1: right? So would you say that being able to go up fearlessly to people is a big part of it? I mean, it's I could I would imagine you're very successful
3: with are you into into men or women or both um i'm definitely i would consider myself a heterosexual but um like i like i honestly like i enjoy flirting with anybody just because like it feels good to like have that attention and that like you know like that playfulness right um so do you think that your ability to talk to people has
1: helped in that department to flirt
3: yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, no, I and I love that that fearlessness thing that you brought up. Like uh, that, that is so much fun to play around with. Because if if you can read the situation right, you can say some of the most bold things, and it's like okay, because like they want you to say it to them. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's like what we do. Is like you know because of the fact that we have a podcast called Sex Talk with My Mom. You could pretty much say <laughs> anything right from the get go to anyone. And you get away with it because, well, hey, well, this is our work. You know, this is our passion. This is what we do. So we could say anything we want sexually. I totally.
3: still, I still, I have trouble though. What? What's? What do you feel is the challenge? What? Find, give me the details. Find
1: maybe find both. Actually, all of it. Actually, <laughs> both. Um, you need to get out of RV
2: and go on the road for two years. <laughs> break,
1: breaking the ice and actually just and talking to a stranger. I mean, I guess it's it's easier for you if you're, like, in a restaurant constantly meeting people and people, you know, you're, yeah. you're expected to break the ice. Yeah. Um, but I think, I, you know, if you don't have that common activity, it's challenging. And then once you do break the ice, how do you express interest? Like, hey, I want to take this more.
3: Generally, I feel that, like, it's best to, like, you have to be in a flow state. So it's... Uh, flow state is something that i learned a lot about from like surfing and uh i do like i do i just started doing the trapeze i love snowboarding like just, any anything that has to do with like action sports like you feel like you're flying a little yeah, fast board. yeah so that that flow state is a state of just being in the moment right here now right and there's nothing else that you're thinking about at all that could possibly matter because nothing else matters except for what's happening right now at this moment mm-hmm. and so when you're in that state you just feel things and you make decisions based on how you feel and how things are happening learning this flow state to has been super important for me because i've had so many times where i've overthought things and just made a completely wrong choice because of it um, but anyway so i would say my advice is for you is like so go into the interaction with somebody just like as if like you know i like you seem so cool. Like, I just want to be your friend. And then you're just like friendly. And then from there, then it's like, Oh my God, I love you. Like, <laughs> that, it's like the energy, the energy goes from like, I like you to like, you're the best.
2: <laughs> you make the person feel very special.
3: Yeah, exactly. I think or, those
0: are
1: wise words that I yeah. will do my best to practice um <laughs> it's so great talking with you guys dude thank you yeah. so much for coming on. this is it was really fun getting to know you and
3: if people want to like follow you sure i mean you can give me a follow at max gobel g-o-b-b-e-l on instagram I...
2: those people that want to get in the flow go find him there on instagram.
3: yeah dude you could be an influencer hey come to santa barbara come fly the trapeze with me.
1: And I hope you enjoyed that Friend of the Road segment with Maxwell Gobel. We
2: loved him. And we love him. And we love you. And we love our sneaky freaks. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having bugs in your luggagees. Luggagees? <laughs> Nothing rhymes with bees. You think there would be a lot, right? You think it'd be easy. But there is not a lot that goes besides the, bug, the trees and the bees. Does it have to rhyme? I said
1: luggagees. all right we love you thank you for listening and i love you i love you too bye
2: it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash life's
0: gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land you know what they say